When I Open podcast may feature language, mature themes, and violence. This is your trigger warning. Hello, you are listening to When I Open, a true crime podcast where I talk about crimes ranging from urban legends to serial killers and how they are portrayed in the media. So sit back, relax, and enjoy Tate's Guide to the Perfect Crime. Hello everyone and welcome back. So I am recording this on kind of a weird day. So I'm recording two episodes tonight. It is the 29th, meaning one more month till my birthday. Yay. Um, But also I had to get a tetanus shot yesterday because of a cut, cut on my hand. So if I like don't sound like myself, it's because I um I had to leave work early and sleep for five hours, so I'm kind of tired. But I still wanted to do this case, and I have um I have a couple of things to uh talk about. Let me pull up my notes, cause yeah. Okay, so before I get into the case, um talking about stickers so um i have i am unfortunately at this time sold out of my stickers by the time you guys will be listening to this i will be getting in a new shipment on friday the 30th um and so if you would still like a sticker set you can feel free to dm me on instagram or um or if you're here from tiktok feel free to dm me on tiktok um uh, and for folks not just knowing, just letting you know, uh, my Instagram is at when I open dot podcast, and my TikTok is at when I open pod. So I should have more than last time. Last time was sort of a trial run, and y'all sucked me dry of stickers. Like I already have a list of people who I need to send stickers to already. Like. I have everything ready, but you just need to DM me, being like, hey, I'd like a free sticker set, and then I send it to you, um, and also, um, um, I've been getting a lot more reviews on my Apple podcast, so thank you so much, again, if you use Apple podcast, please, please leave a positive review, um, you can leave five stars, and also, um, like, written reviews help a lot as well. And to the person who made the fourth positive review, please reveal yourself to my Instagram so I can, like, give you a sticker set, because that was really nice. Um, so, also, you know, share the podcast, uh, tell your friends, maybe family members, um, and so, yeah, that's my little, like, thing. And also, I'm close to 700 plays, which, first of all, is insane. Um, and so, I am going to do an Instagram Live once I hit 700 plays. I'm going to make an announcement, probably on my next episode or whatever that, whenever that is. We're, we're pretty close. We're like, A plays. Pretty close. Um, so I'm going to do another Instagram Live where I can talk to you guys and maybe chat about some, I've actually been reading a lot of crime books recently that I want to share with you, so maybe I'll do like a little crime book haul. Um, and so, 
yeah, again, thank you so much for your support. It has been extremely overwhelming. Not overwhelming, but generous, so thank you. So, today's case, as most of you probably saw, is a case of Mary Kay Letourneau. For those who don't, do not know, you will see once I talk, I, oh yeah, so I'll be talking about the case, and then I will be talking about, um, the, sorry, the Law and Order episode based on her, and then the movie, um, the That's My Boy, which I like to say, I've never actually seen this movie, I am going off like an online kind of thing um then i am going to have a you'll see why this is relevant later but um a list of times that inappropriate relationships between students and teachers were depicted in television and then an update on mary kayla turnow spoiler alert she is deceased um and, yeah, let's get started on the case of Mary Kay Letourneau. Mary Catherine Schmitz was born in 1962 in Tucson, California, the daughter of Mary E. Schur, a former chemist, and John G. Schmitz, a community college instructor and politician. And she was mostly known as um, Mary Kay to her family, and she was the fourth of seven children, and raised in a, quote, strict Catholic household. And when Mary Kay was two, her father started his, like, political career, and it it went on for a pretty long time. Um, She attended Cornella Colony High School, an all-girls Catholic school in Anaheim, California, where she was a member of the cheerleading squad, for Soreville High School, and she later attended Arizona State University. So her father was um, extremely um, involved in the Republican Committee, and or sorry, not the Republican Committee, was a Republican, and he also, um, his political career was permanently damaged that year when it was revealed that he had fathered two children out of the weblock during an affair with a mistress, um, a former student at Santa Ann College, where he taught political science. So, you could say that they, um, that I think we might have seen where Mary Kay got her ideas from. (laughs) So, um, her first marriage, um, she met fellow... She met married fellow student. Um, she met a married fellow student, Steve Letourneau, and she conceived the first of four children with him. She later said that she was not in love with Steve, and married him after being urged to do so by her parents. And they moved to Anchorage, Alaska, which is a very pretty place. And I do actually have some listeners over there, so hello. You have a very pretty state. So, Steve found work as a baggage handler for Alaska Airlines. Um, and then they were transferred to, um, Seattle, Washington, um, not the home of Space Needle, because the Space Needle doesn't exist, and Mary gave birth to their second child. She then graduated from Seattle University with a teaching degree, and she began teaching second grade at 
Shorewood Elementary School in the Seattle suburb of Bruin. The Letourneau's marriage reportedly suffered. They had financial problems, and both parties engaged in extramarital affairs. Um, and they eventually got, um, they eventually got divorced. So, now let's get on to more of what the, like, actual, sorry, um, what the actual crime was. So, Vili Falau, I hope I'm not mispronouncing that, but, um, Vili Falau, was the turnout student in both his sixth, second grade and sixth grade classes at Sherwood Elementary. When the turnout was 34 the summer of 1996, her relationship with the 12 or 13-year-old Philau turned from platonic to sexual. Uh, this is um, a quick trigger warning for like the rest of this entire episode. Um... Um, on June 8th, 1996, police came up to her in the car with Falau in a marina parking lot. Um, she was seen jumping into the front seat when Falau pretended to be asleep in the back. She and Falau provided false names when asked for identification, and Falau lied about his age, saying he was 18. Uh, Falau said that no touching had taken place. The turner said that she and her husband had gotten into an argument and that Falau, who she said was a family friend, who had been standing there with that night, witnessed the argument and ran away upset. He said she left to find him. Uh, they were then taken to the uh, to the train to the police station, of course. Um, and so eventually, they did find about they did find out about her um, sexually assaulting or sexually abusing this boy. Um, a relative of her husband actually, um, called the police about it. So, Letourneau pled guilty to two counts, uh, two counts of second-degree child rape. Her first child with Falau, a daughter, was born on May 29th, 1997, while she was awaiting sentencing. The state sought to sentence her to six to ha- six and a half years in prison. Through a plea argument, her sentence was reduced to six months in the county jail and three years of sex offender treatment and she was not required to register as a sex offender initially um she would not contact flower any of her children or have any contact with any other minors um she also had like degraded symptoms of mental health issues So on January on February third, nineteen ninety eight, to be after completing her jail sentence, Letourneau was found in a car in the car was found by police in a car with Flau near her home. Um, Letourneau initially said she was alone in the car. She and Flau provided false names when asked for identification. Although it was reported that sexual intercourse had um, occurred in the car, Falau told a detective that he and Letourneau had a kiss frequently and that he had touched Letourneau on the thigh, but no sexual occur- intercourse had occurred. Uh, there was evidence that the two met several times since Letourneau's release, um, on January 2nd, and they found, like, a whole bunch of, like, clothes 
um, for like, um, for her and herself and the baby. Um, in February 1998, the judge revoked Letourneau's prior plea agreement and restated the prison sentence of six and a half years for violating the no-contact order. Um, she then also said that her and Falah had sex in February. Um, sorry, wait. Sorry, that she had sex with him in um, January. Um, while serving her section stint in jail, Letourneau gave birth to her second daughter with, by Palau, on October 16, 1998. This year, Letourneau and Falco authored a book which was published in France called Only One Crime Love. Only One Crime, comma, love. Uh, French, Ousso Crime L'Amour. Um, in 1999, a second book appeared, published in, in the United States, but only written with minimal cooperation from her and none from Calau. If loving you is wrong. During her imprisonment, Falau was allowed visits from her children, but was denied permission to attend her father's funeral. Uh, for while in prison, Turnau um, tutored fellow inmates, created audiobooks for blind readers, and participated in the prison choir, and quote rarely missed mass. Because of nor- notoriety, um, Turnau was unpopular with other inmates. She passed sassed got guards and balked at work and reportedly as in prison prison for this um spent 18 of her first 24 months in solitary confinement in one instance letourneau served six months in solitary when letters she tried to send to falau were intercepted so falau dropped out of high school and his mother was granted custody of his two children he struggled with suicidal depression and alcoholism attempting suicide in march 1999 Sorry. Um, if you're like above twenty one, I have a drinking game for you. Drink every time that I yawn during an episode. Um so Falau uh in two thousand two Falau's family sued the hotline school district and the state of um Des Moines, Washington for emotional suffering, lost wages, and the cost of re- rendering his two children um so no charges were awarded unfortunately so she actually um was released and they got married at the age of 21 so um i believe that was in um 2005 and then, in uh, on August 9th, 2017, after almost 12 years of marriage, um, Lenau, uh filed for separation from Turnau, but later withdrew the filing. Um, and so, they are um, legally they were legally separate legally separated in August 2019. Um, and so, um, in an interview, um. Vili said that he was not a victim and was ashamed of the relationship and was unashamed of the relationship. Um, according to People magazine in March 20, in May 2020, an unnamed source close to Falau said that he is, quote, 
He sees things clearly, clearly now and realizes this wasn't a healthy relationship from the start. Um, so another thing that is really important to know about this case is that Letourneau is actually no longer alive. Um, she died at age 58 from um, collateral cancer on July 6, 2020. Sorry. <sighs> at her home in um, Des Moines, Washington. Flau and her family were with her despite their divorce. In her will and testament, Destrina left much of her her estate to Falau. So, that's basically what the rest of this is going um, to be about. Um, so, the next couple things that I'm going to be talking about is... Um, sorry, I forgot my notes. Is uh, talking about the Long Order um, SVU episode called Head. So, yeah. this Law and Order SVU episode is actually very interesting. So, this is the, um, this is like the, 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 um, sorry, this is the overview of it. A video voyager catches a sexual assault against a minor on tape, which changes the focus of the investigation as the detectives search for a pedophile. They spelled pedophile wrong. They spelled it P-A-E-D-O-P-H-I-L-E. So technically it says pedophile. So this um, is season 5, episode 25, and if you have not watched it, I would recommend skipping over this segment. So... I've actually watched this a couple times just because I think it's a really interesting case. And um, Amanda from Wine and Crime actually covered it in their um, Law and Order SVU crimes. So, um, yeah, she does, a pre- she does a pretty good overview on it. Um, I will mostly be talking about just, like, the case itself, not what the case was really based on. But what well, part of the case was actually... Based on, I don't know, I don't, I don't know, I don't remember if Matt actually covered this part, but, so, this case was about a, um, a female, uh, principal who was sexually abusing a boy in her school, who she believed that she was, like, genuinely in love with, and the boy was in love with her as well. Uh, the only problem was, like, he was literally in middle school, and she was, you know, his, his, his principal. My cat has joined us for a recording. Um, so, that was one of, like, the issues. And so, this was actually based, um, so what happens in the episode is basically, like, the cat obviously. And, um, it turns out that she actually has a tumor in her head that makes her, um, I don't remember, it was, like, some kind of, um, I don't remember what it was. But in your head, it controls, like, impulses. And it actually made her believe that she was, like, like that that young. Which also sort of happens with Mary Kay Letourneau. I didn't go into this very much, but actually, um, uh, I believe it was her, her youngest uh, sister or younger brother died when she was supposed to be watching over him. So, basically, in her head, when she met... Um, Feely, she was, like, his age, which 
it's just a whole other topic. I think I'm going to get into, like, injuries and crimes in some other episode, but that's also what inspired, um, the episode was that this guy basically had a brain tumor that made him sexually attracted to his stepdaughter, and once he got it removed, his urges stopped. However, in this Lauren Odorous View episode, the woman does have a tumor, and they do get it removed, but she's pregnant, and she says, well, now that I'm pregnant, I feel like I can't stop the urges because he's the father of the baby, which I don't know if that works or not, but then it also was revealed that her tumor came back, so that was also one of the things, so... Um, as you can, as you can probably tell, this obviously connects to Mary Case, which, Mary Case case, saying that her and Vili did do, or do have biological children that are his and hers, which sort of is also based, is, um, also just, like, kind of problematic in itself, but we're also going to talk about a different, not a show, but actually a movie that I would like to say, I have never actually seen this movie, I've only seen, like, the clips that I could stomach, and, like, I've only read about it. So now we are going to be talking about this movie called <sighs> That's My Boy. Also, if the audio is fluctuating, it's because there's a chance that I changed my recording position because I had to fall asleep um, between my case and the address view, so now I'm trying to get the volume correct. So, uh, this movie is a 2012 movie um it is rated r and it says it's a comedy drama so <clears throat> sorry so it says while still a teen himself donnie who is played by adam sandler fathered a son todd who's played by andy samberg where whom i know better know him as jake peralta on brooklyn 99 the final season is coming out soon and no i'm not okay and raised him as a single parent on Todd's 18th birthday, Donnie let the youth loose. After years of, years of estrangement, an older man shows up unexpectedly on the eve of his son's wedding day, sending the young man's life into a tailspin. Donnie does, wants desperately to reconnect with Todd, but now he must deal with the repercussions of the bad parenting he exhibited in the past. So, you may be wondering, well, how did Johnny, like, become... Um, sorry. You must be wondering... Um, well, how did, like, how did Johnny, like, become a father, not Johnny, Donnie, become a father that old? Um, well, he conceived his son as a middle schooler with a teacher who was then sentenced to 30 years in prison for statutory rape. And this would, um, sorry. This actually, um, this actually made Donnie famous, and he actually, um, uh, to avoid contact with his parents and others discovering the family connection, their son changed his name from Han Solo Berger to, um, Todd Peter Peterson and, tell and told others that his parents died in an explosion. So, during the, um, <clears throat> sorry. So during the um sorry. So during the movie at the end of the movie, this is obviously a spoiler alert. Um ready. Donnie finds out that um 
that um that Todd is actually that Todd's fiance um is having an affair um with a guy named Steve um who is uh Todd's boss and her own brother Chad um she pays Donnie five thousand dollars to tell nobody anybody and um Todd breaks up with her obviously and uh he decides to um then Donnie decides to like try to reconnect with the son and it actually works and they like and Donnie it tries wants to rekindle um his marriage um with Mary or rekindle his relationship with Mary I don't know how this actually ends um but yeah I I don't think it sounds like a bad movie I think it sounds like a very interesting movie but yeah so the next part that I'm going to be talking about um this is just like a list I don't think I'm going to go into like how all of these play out in the um in the shows so i'm gonna put the i'm obviously gonna put my links in the in my like episode links but um now i'm going to be talking about 20 inappropriate student teacher relationships on tv shows first of all spoiler alert for like almost all of these shows um and also all of these either involve dating, sex, or married, more dating, more sex. So, yeah, let's get into this. I'd also like to apologize if I butcher any names that I would like to say. Most of these shows I've not actually seen, and I'm going to say which ones I've seen and which ones I haven't. First one that I have not seen. Kelly Kapowski and Jeremiah Lesky on Safe by the Bell, The College Years one that I have not seen. Um, so, the next one is one that I have seen, Ezra Fitz and Aria Montgomery. Now, this is actually, like, now that I look into it, it's gross because, like, he was literally her teacher. Um, she lied to him about her age at a bar, and she actually thought that he was her age, but he was not. And they do, have a relationship during the entire course of Pretty Little Liars and eventually get married and I believe that they are planning on adopting or that they do adopt a child. I don't know. I haven't finished watching The Perfectionists. I'm stuck on episode two. Another, um, another, another thing was, um, Chris and Angie on Skins, a show that I have not seen. Brooke Davis and Ch- uh, Nick Chavez on One Tree Hill. I've heard of One Tree Hill, but I haven't actually seen it before. Um, Pacey Whitaker and Tamara Jacobs on Dawson's Creek. Um, uh, I haven't seen Dawson's Creek, but I've heard of it. Um, Stuart and Topanga on Boy Meets World. That I have seen. It is gross. I do not like it. Um, Ross Geller and Elizabeth Stevens on Friends. I'm not a huge fan of Friends, so... (laughs) Unpopular opinion, I don't like Friends. Dan Humphrey and Rachel Carr. 
Yeah, I believe that's on, oh, sorry, Gossip Girl. That I have watched because I love Gossip Girl. <sighs> so, Archie Andrews and Geraldine Grundy on Riverdale. Um, I have watched Riverdale. It's definitely a show, and that's definitely a um part of the show. Um, Mr. Don Ellen and Bridget on Ray Donovan. I have no idea what that show is. Um, Lip and Helen on Shameless. I have watched season one of Shameless, but I'm not actually sure what this is. Okay, so, um, this one is a little bit unpopular opinion. I don't think that this is very inappropriate, but others don't, don't email me, don't at me for this. This is just my personal opinion. Paris Geller and Professor Asher Fleming on Gilmore Girls. I would like to explain myself. <sighs> At the time, Paris is a legal adult. While there is a age gap, Paris is an actual like legal adult. This is during her college years. Um You know, I don't think this one is very gross. It's like a little gross, but like I don't know. I thought it was kind of funny. Um, I'm totally getting added for that. Don't get mad at me for my personal opinion. Thank you. Oh, this one. <sighs> Susan Knight and Mr. Rooks on, on Veronica Mars, a.k.a. When I lost almost all of my respect for, um, what's his name? The guy who played Ben on Parks and Recreation. Um, <clears throat> Yeah, no, that was that was wrong. Um, Taylor and Dean Hess on the OC. Never watched the OC. Um, Paige and Matt on Degrassi: The Next Generation. I have also not watched Degrassi: The Next Generation. Troy and Professor Hobbs on Dear White People. One I again have not um seen. Serena Van, Van Der. Woodson, Serena Vanderwoodson, who's in w w Woodson, and Ben Donovan on Gossip Girl, um, Frank, Rez I have not seen Gossip Girl, oh no, yes I have, I have seen Gossip Girl because I just said that I know who Dan Humphrey is, uh, Frank Rosinato and Lynn Oakman on 30 Rock, have never watched 30 Rock. Um, Frank and Alice on Friends have also not, I have no idea what that is. And finally, Natalie French and Xavier Harris on Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Now, that I have seen, and yeah, it's bad. So thank you everyone for listening to this episode. I know it's a little shorter than usual, but I can I can kind of tell when cases are going to be shorter. Like this case, while while there are really important things to talk about, like if you are being if you feel like you are being like groomed or like sexually sexually assaulted by your teacher or anything like that, please tell someone. Like, don't do what TV shows do and just go along with it. Like it's really not appropriate. And, like, it can get a teacher fired.
fired. So, again, if you feel as if you were in a similar position, tell a trusted adult 1000%. Tell a trusted adult. So, at the time that I'm finishing up recording this episode, I actually just got five more orders for my free stickers. So, if you would like a set of stickers, you can um, DM me on Instagram at whenIopen.podcast. And I also have a Twitter at whenIopen.pod and TikTok at whenIopenPod. So, again, you know, share the podcast. Positive reviews on Apple Music, or sorry, Apple Podcast really helps. And thank you all to my new listeners. I Once we hit 700 plays, which I believe is going to be soon... Um, I plan on doing another Instagram live, um, and that may be related to some crime books, because I just got, like, really, really good ones from Barnes & Noble, not sponsored. God, I wish I should, I, I should get a sponsor from, um, Barnes & Noble. I feel like that would be really cool. So, yeah, once I get 700 plays, I will let y'all know when the date is going to be happening. I will probably announce it a week before, so then you all can, like, prepare and like clean out your schedules if you'd like to come and yes please remember to dm me to order stickers um i can ship internationally now yay um you're welcome to my fans and not united states but i finally figured out how to ship things internationally i am 17 years old and it took me way too long about how to use stamps and zip codes um so Remember to sleep with one eye open.